Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. I'm Alex. I'm Harry. Today, we're looking at the self-care section of WFHBestPractices.com. Now, this is a huge list of resources from working from home. So huge, in fact, that we're just starting with the self-care section. Harry, do you meditate? I do meditate, or I tell myself that I meditate, but I don't do it regularly enough for it to be considered a, um, a practice or a habit. I definitely know that I feel better when I do it. And so I should do it more, um, but I don't. It's one of those things that seems just really hard to work into my daily routine. Do you? I don't know, unless you count the five minutes in the morning where I'm waking up and turning everything on and just kind of staring into the middle distance. I think meditation can mean something different for everybody. Like I've made it a point to when I go running or walking to not take my phone. Like I always used to take my phone with me and listen to music and have headphones in and it would just be another space in which I'm consuming content but actually I've made a sort of conscious effort to go no I'm just going to go and walk and smell the air and listen to the birds and think about my navel and I think that's actually really helpful it kind of you know especially when I'm running I find it's very hard to think about anything other than the fact that my legs are about to fall off it's quite a meditative process. It's very easy to stay present, I find, when you're kind of struggling for air. So I don't think necessarily that meditation has to mean the same thing for everybody. But yeah, I, I think it's an awesome practice to have. And yeah, they kind of point to this pretty early on in the in the guide here and under the self-care section. Headspace is the is the app that they recommend, uh, which I have used, is, which is good. Have you checked out Headspace? No. In fact, I think I have it on my phone, but I never actually right. used it. They've been hugely successful and they've kind of got their kind of cute cartoon character vibe going on. Uh, I actually used for a long time the the alternative to it, which is called calm.com. I mean, they're pretty similar, different styles, but the practice of med- um, meditation is more or less the same. And they both kind of have ways to introduce you to to doing meditation. And, and, and then you can kind of set aside 10 or 20 minutes a day to, to do it. Well, I think that's interesting what you said, because for me, I always think of it more as a well, I imagine somebody sitting down cross-legged and maybe saying om when they're meditating. So the thing that you mentioned where you're talking about just being outside and not consuming content, I started doing that on my walks to the gym because like you said, yeah, there's actually very few moments in life nowadays where you're not being bombarded with content. I don't know about you, I take my phone to the loo. You know, I'm checking emails while I'm on the toilet. That is not that is not a healthy state of affairs when literally 24 hours a day you're connected. I think you really need to to sort of force yourself. I certainly need to force myself to to disconnect and just, um, well, be present, which sounds like a very woo-woo thing to say, but it really does sort of say it. Yeah, because all these tools are quite insidious. They just kind of make their way into every single crevice right. of your life exactly. until you're browsing YouTube whilst you're trying to cook noodles and exactly. wondering what's going on. I wish I wish that were not a real example from my life, but I've I've done exactly that. And it's like and I've I've deleted Twitter and Facebook and YouTube off my phone a million times and then just reinstalled them. The lack of self control is is quite alarming. So yeah, I think just taking ten minutes a day to, to meditate, whether that is sitting on a chair and using the headspace or or calm app, I think it's it's really important to kind of disconnect and certainly when anxiety levels are heightened generally because we're all sort of worried about the the outbreak and and being isolated and working from home and all that kind of stuff i think um yeah taking 10 to 20 minutes a day to sort of 
settle yourself, I think is really, um, really healthy. One thing I haven't seen before is headway. I've never heard of headway before. I think that's a really interesting thing. Um, this seems to be in the vein of a, a lot of these services coming out of the US where they've kind of been leading the way in terms of telehealth in general, you know, video calling your doctor and then video calling a therapist. Yep. So I have heard of it, but I haven't heard of Headway. No, me neither. And like, it's interesting because I've just recently, I, I see a therapist on a regular basis. Um, it's been amazing as, as well as kind of meditation. I think it's just one of the most awesome things you can do. But we've obviously, for obvious reasons, had to switch to remote. And it's a it's a very strange change, like being face to face with someone sitting six feet across from them and having that kind of person to person connection. It definitely doesn't feel the same when it's virtual. It's kind of hard to recreate that same environment that you get into and that same kind of mindset that you have that kind of the state of mind you have in, in, a, in a session is very different. But once you've done it a few times, you can kind of reset and get used to the setup and um yeah i've got a session with with my therapist today and and i think it'll be this will be the second time we've done it on zoom and we've we've had it on zoom in the past and um yeah it takes some getting used to but it's definitely again it's just like for me and i don't know how it is for you but it's just about making space and time for for just some some space basically i do i do think it's interesting the whole therapy thing because i think especially here in the uk that's not something that's often talked about it's something that seems to be from my you know at a distance view of american culture that it's something that they talk about quite a lot yes but it's it's something i almost never hear about here in the uk yeah it's funny and i, I think there is still i don't know if it's like stigma or taboo around it like i I've, people are just uncomfortable with I guess the suggestion that they're perhaps sort of mentally unstable or emotionally unwell. And, and I think that's bullshit, basically. Like seeing a therapist is not a not an admission of weakness or an admission of illness. It's just a really, you know, the healthiest of people can benefit hugely from from meditation. It helps with like making sense of your your thoughts and your emotions in a, in a really kind of structured and healthy way. And um, it's been transformational for me in terms of like managing my my anxiety managing my work life my work life balance my relationships with my wife and my son and my family i think it's it's awesome and people shouldn't be afraid to talk about the fact that they do it that's that's how i feel anyway so that's it for today we've covered meditation and therapy join us next friday when we'll have a look at another section of this wfh best practices resource list do you have topics you'd like us to cover? Resources you'd like us to look at? Tips you'd like to hear? Then let us know. WFH at lowerstreet.co. That's WFH at lowerstreet.co. Join us again for another conversation next Friday. And remember to subscribe for new content every weekday. day.